0: feeling good like i should when in the blue around the neighborhood feeling blessed never stressed got that sunshine on my sunday bed welcome back to people first podcast i'm john parker and we are just chilling in the studio on a friday today i've got my daughter in the studio jordan jordan how are you doing today I'm good. How are you, Dad? I'm doing good. Jordan's looking great. She looks a lot like her mama. She can't help but look great. I've got Lexi, our pet, our Labrador in here at the studio as well. And today we're going to be talking about, we're still in the subject of serving others, but I have decided to add a fourth session to this particular topic. And you know why I did that, Jordan? Do you have any idea? Wow. Because I can, I'm the boss, I'm the, uh, this is my podcast, I can do anything I want to. So I'm adding a fourth session to this podcast today, and we're going to talk about servant leadership, servant leadership. And this is a big buzzword out there, servant leadership. For the last few years, a lot of people are talking about it, but let's talk about what it means to be a servant leader, what it takes to be a servant leader. But first, let's figure out, what does that even mean? What's it mean to be a servant leader? I found this article on the internet from Root Incorporated. It says, Why Servant Leadership Really Works. Great article. Look it up. And it gives you a a pretty good definition of what servant leadership is. Let me read some of this to you. Servant leadership is rather straightforward. A servant leader feels responsible for helping people learn and grow, feel purposeful, motivated, energized, and contribute at their highest level. It's not about you. It's about your people. Let's back that up, right? Beep, beep. Let's back that up just a little bit right here. The helping people learn and grow. Leadership, servant leadership, is about making them feel purposeful. It's about helping people instead of just directing people. It's more than just telling them what to do, it's teaching them to be more than they thought they could be. It's helping them develop. And I'm going to tell you something. Servant leadership is just not about the workplace. Servant leadership is about personal and professional development. If you're a true leader, you don't punch in eight to five. You're not on a ticket. You're a leader all the time. You're a leader all the time, 24-7, 365. You are leading in some capacity. You have a desire inside to help people grow and learn. That's what leaders do. They motivate, they energize, and they help people, I love this, contribute at their highest level. And sometimes those levels are levels that those people, whether it be your family, whether it be your kids, whether it be your neighbors, whatever, your, your employees, your co. their levels that they didn't think they could perform at. And that's the greatest reward for a leader is when you see somebody achieve something that they didn't think they'd achieve. And you know, you know you had a hand in that. You know you were there. But I'm going to tell you something. We're not looking for applause, okay? Servant leaders don't look for applause. Servant leaders are not afraid to put their people on the stage when the applause begins. They step back. They applaud too because they recognize their teams. They recognize their people. The article goes on to say servant leadership is about inspiring people to do noble work that calls forth the very best they have to offer. Your encouragement is likely to involve asking employees how to, you can help them do their job better rather than tell them how to do. How can I help you do your job better? Servant leadership. You put the needs of your people above your own. You put the needs of your people above your own. I don't mean just every once in a while, just when it happens to come around. But intentionally, you put your needs back, their needs forward. Their needs are always in front of yours. You're a servant leader. I just think that was a great definition. Of course, I added a little bit in there, but it was a great definition of what a servant leader is. And I'm going to tell you, Jordan, early in my career, I wasn't a servant leader. I had an idea of what a leader looked like, but I can tell you I was more of a boss. I was doing more directing. I was doing more telling. I was doing more. You need to do this. You need to do that. Let's get this done. How soon can you get that done? What's it going to take to get this done on time? Are we going to meet our deadlines? Are we going to hit our goals? Those are the kind of things that are constantly coming out of my mouth. Now, don't get me wrong. Those things do have to come out of a leader's mouth. They do have to be said. They do have to be spoken, right? But it's how you say it. It's how you say it. It's how you convey it. It's letting them know why it's important to do those things, right? If that's the only thing that you're speaking, you may have an issue with being a servant leader. You may have an issue being a leader, period. You may be a boss. I'm going to tell you, nobody likes to work for the boss, right? Nobody gets excited about coming to work for the boss. So let's look at a couple things here. Uh, This article goes on to talk about um, some reasons why servant leadership is best, okay? And I'm just going to take a couple of these. I really like them. Um, One is when people feel valued, they value what they do. When people know you care about them, they will trust you because they know you have their best interest at heart. Your investment in them is returned when they become invested in the quality of work they do. When people know you care about them, they give you your best. And they do it more for money. They they don't do it just for money, I should say. They don't do it just for money. They do it because they don't want to let you down. That's leadership. When they give your best so they can say, hey, look what I've done. I tried so hard because... I didn't want to let you down. That's a great relationship that you have. People want to feel valued. I'm going to tell you something. That cost us nothing to make people feel valued. It's a simple thank you. It's a simple how can I help you. It's a simple that was a great job. These just little things that make people feel valued in their life, in their work, whatever it may be. You can take that particular one and you can put it and input it into all parts of your life whether it be community, family, faith, or your workplace, right? People just want to feel valued. Servant leaders always hire up. This is definitely, Jordan, something that I didn't do. I felt because I wasn't confident in who I was as a leader that if I hired somebody that maybe was smarter than me, by the way, there's a lot of people smarter than me. If I hired people that were smarter than me, more qualified than me, maybe a better salesperson than I was so when I was a sales manager or a VP of sales, I was worried about them taking my job. And that's not how you build teams. How you build teams is you recruit the best people out there. I'm going to tell you something, for all those people that are running departments, running organizations or own their own company, you want to win the war, you want to be successful, it's by bringing the best people on board. That's how you win. You win the recruiting war and then you win the war. So I was worried about these particular people taking my spot or outshining me because I didn't understand what leadership really meant. Typical leaders can fall into this trap by hiring people below their level because they may feel their leadership could be threatened by someone better. That's exactly what I was talking about. The servant leader seeks to maximize talent to find better answers to optimize the performance of the team. We need to be hiring as leaders. We need to be hiring people that have strengths that we don't have. Our weaknesses we need to find in our teams to help us be a stronger team. You know, the New York Yankees used to get a lot of criticism because they would spend so much money recruiting people to their team. And they did. But you know what they did? They recruited the best players to the team. And guess what they did? They won championships after championships after. Well, they bought their championship. No, they got the right players on the team and then they dominated. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a Yankee fan. I'm a Cubs fan. I get it. I understand the problem with that, but I know what the Yankees were doing. They understood the war of personnel and they went after the best personnel. I love this servant leaders explain why instead of just pointing and saying this is what you need to do. Servant leaders are teachers, not micromanagers. They teach by carefully and and explaining the why behind the changes, strategies, and projects and priorities. you got to understand if you want to influence people to move in the direction you want them to move, it's real simple. Explain why. Why do we need to do this? How does this affect you? How does this affect the organization? How does this affect the customer? That is the why behind what we're doing. I remember... Many years ago, Jordan, when I was a an airman in the Air Force, and there was this gentleman that I worked for. His name was Chief Hank Buxton, and Chief Buxton was like the Denzel Washington of chiefs. He was the coolest chief. He would slide in. He had this little smile. I mean, he was he was Denzel before Denzel was even out there. He was so cool. Anyway, he I remember him telling me one time, "Hey, Emra Parker, you need to go blah 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 or do this." And I said, and I asked him, "Hey, Chief." Well, why are we doing that? And he looked at me and he squinted and you could see the the wheels turning in his head. And he was thinking, why is this airman asking me why? You could see it in his face. I'm going to be honest with you. I got a little nervous. No one really ever challenged the chief, right? I said, I just want to know why. He goes, airman, don't ask me why. I said, chief, good airman ask you why. And then he smiled. He said, let me explain to you why we're doing this. He said, that was a good answer, Aaron Parker. Don't be afraid, people, servant leaders, as we're helping people around us in our families, we're also helping people above us. Don't be afraid to coach up. Don't be afraid to take an owner, a supervisor, someone you work for, and help them be better. That's what servant leaders do. We're not just talking to people at our level and below, we're talking to all people everywhere. At every chance we get to help them become better. That's what servant leaders do. And the last one, one of the last points they have on here is simply this, is the question of servant leader is how can I help? we want to and not people we want to focus on our people we want to make sure that we focus on the people of our teams and the more that we pour into our people the more our people can pour into the projects into the mission into the customers whatever we need we need to invest in people and then we will become more successful as an organization as a leader as a team we invest in people I say this all the time for people that listen to me all the time. I will tell you your greatest resource is not your product. It's not what you sell. It's not what you create. It's not what you produce. It's the people who are doing those things for you. Your greatest resources will always be the people that you have on your team. And the very best people are the people that are working for you right now. So don't be out there always looking for the next best person. Invest in time in the people that you have with you today. Invest in them and watch that investment grow. You pour into them and they will pour back into you. So what are some of the characteristics, right? What are some of the things that servant leaders possess that maybe other leaders don't. I know this is definitely one of them that I had to learn to have, learn to get, learn to develop, I guess would be the right word, self-confidence. Now, Jordan, I'm sure she's like, whatever, Dad, because I think you're a little too confident in most... And you might be right, right? You might be right. But there was a time, I'm going to tell you right now, as a leader, I wasn't real confident about who I was and my leadership skills. In order to be a servant leader... You have to be confident in who you are. You have to be confident in order to be a servant leader, because otherwise you won't become, your ego gets in your way and all these other issues get in your way. You have to be confident in the person that you are, the leader that you are. You have to be confident in knowing who you are inside and your heart. And then you can give to others. Then you can truly serve others. If you show me a leader says, hey, I'm too busy to be a servant leader. I'll show you a leader who is not confident in who they are. That's the real issue. Another really great characteristic, and it's one for all leaders, of course, is self-awareness. You've got to know who you are. You've got to be aware of the issues that you have and the weaknesses. You've got to be aware of the things that get your goat, that get you mad, right? It gets you in a situation, it gets you heated. You've got to be aware of those things. You have to be aware of those so you know when you can serve. You need to know when it's time to step back or step in. You have to be aware of the situation and the environment that you're in all the time as leader. If you truly want to be a servant leader, you've got to be humble, right? You don't hear servant leaders running around talking about how good they are and how they did this and how they do that. They don't do that. They talk about their teams. They talk about their personnel. They talk about what they achieved as an organization. You have to be humble. You don't need that applause. We talked about that before. We give that applause to our teams. We can't be afraid to work. Servant leaders aren't afraid to roll up their sleeves and get down and dirty and get in the grit and get some stuff done. They have to show people that they're willing to come alongside of them to do the work they're doing when it's time to get it done. When there's a deadline that we can't meet, let's get in there and get it done. Let's not bark out orders and hopefully it gets done. Let's show them we're willing to do the work. And a big one here is always going to be, oh man, it's so important. Servant leaders need to learn and have the have the ability to truly listen. They got to listen. You want to build a relationship with your team? You want to be a servant leader? Just listen to what your team has to say. Listen to your team. Listen to the individuals. Listen to the coworkers. Lend that ear. That doesn't mean that you necessarily have to do everything they're talking about, but I'm going to tell you, you want to build a relationship. If you take that time to hear what they have to say, it makes them feel valued and we can go all the way to the very beginning of this podcast. People want to feel valued and listening is one of those things that we can do to make them feel valued without a doubt. Let me tell you, I'm going to end this podcast, Jordan, on a story. This happened a long time ago. There was a young man who was struggling with uh, his finances. He was a salesperson. He was struggling uh, making his rent payment, making his car payment, and he just got himself into a hole and um, he was going to claim bankruptcy. Matter of fact, he was advised from his manager to go ahead and file bankruptcy, man. It's just the best way to go. Well, there was a gentleman who was working as a VP of sales at the time, and he heard about this situation. So he called this young man in. He sat him down in his office and said, hey, what's going on? Tell me your story. What, what's going on? How can I help you? And they kind of talked for a while. And the VP said, I tell you what I want you to do two o'clock tomorrow. I want you to bring every bill you have, everything that you owe. I want you to bring it into the office. And tomorrow we're going to break it down into a budget. We're gonna, I'm going to show you how you don't have to claim bankruptcy. And we're going to get yourself out of this hole. Man, he was excited, nervous and excited because he kind of had to expose himself a little bit about the debt he was in. But at 2 o'clock, he showed up, they spread those bills all across the table, and they broke them into different piles of things they had to pay, the things that, that they, you know, maybe they could be a day late on. And they figured out what it was, how much money did he have to generate each month to pay the bills, how much money did he have to generate each month to get ahead of the bills, and what he had to do by the end of the year to get out of debt. Then they broke it down into what are the daily habits? What are the things that you got to do every single day that you walk into this door to be successful? And they broke those down as well. Because I'm going to tell you right now, success, I'm going to say this forever, success will always be found in your daily habits. And then that young man went to work. He went to work and he worked hard because now he had a goal. He had a vision. He had somebody else Also, holding him accountable, but not only holding him accountable, someone else that believed in him. He had a servant leader behind him, someone who wanted to help, someone who wanted to grow him, someone who wanted to stretch him, someone who was there to encourage and motivate, inspire them when he got down a little low. He had someone there who believed that he could get out of this mess. A year later, he was out of debt. A year later, he was out of debt. And he moved to another location because they needed a good salesman there and that year he became the number one salesperson in the entire company because of the habits he had developed getting himself out of debt carried him to success the next year too he owned a company on the east coast he just published a book he's doing great and i know that they're still in contact servant leadership Taking that time. Now, was that work time? You would think, well, did they do that at work? Yeah, they did it at work. You know why? Because it contributed to the success of that, of that particular person, who that person contributed to the success of that organization. And that VP cared about that salesperson. He cared about helping them be better. I'm telling you right now, there's opportunities all around us all the time to be intentionally significant in people's lives. Are you looking for them? Servant leaders aren't just happy to come across or come on to these areas in people's lives where they can help. Servant leaders are intentionally looking for areas in people's lives where they can help them. Are you doing that? I'm going to tell you, right now, there's somebody that needs your help. That's somebody that needs your insight. Somebody out there needs a push, a challenge, a hand, a clap, applause, a shoulder to cry on someone to listen to them. I want you to find that person today and I want you to help them. I want you to start moving towards being a servant leader. Jordan, those are my thoughts on servant leadership today. I got a little passionate. I love talking about leadership. I love talking about servant leadership. I think in today's world, right now, in this crazy world that we're living in, this is what we need, man. We need to start looking out for each other. We need to start looking out to help other people. We need to start extending our hands to other folks around us and start showing the kindness and and becoming leaders that this world needs. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Once again, this is John Parker with People First Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, I want you to share it with your friends. Tell people about it. We're here to make this a better world, a better place. Jordan, take us home. Hey, feeling good, like I should. And in the walk around the neighborhood, feeling blood.